Anna here. Did you know I have another podcast? And did you know it's all about failure? Well, at this point, you'd have to answer yes to both of those questions because I just told you. But my other show isn't just about failure. It's about failing your way to success. Yes, success. Because the most successful people are often just the people who've gotten up the most times after their failures. Don't believe me? Go download Fail Your Way to Success wherever you get your podcasts or go to failyourway.com for more info. Now back to the show. Make no mistake, if you're an author, you're an entrepreneur. You're selling the world on your book, aren't you? Of course, it's not as easy as launching a business and then tossing any old book up on Amazon. That's why I help entrepreneurs publish books on the specific topic and in the specific way that will launch or grow their businesses. Welcome to Entrepreneur Publishing Academy with your professor, Anna David. Hi, publishing peeps. It's your girl, Anna. This podcast, you know, it's brought to you by Book Elevator Pitch, which you can find out more about at bookelevatorpitch.com. Now, this is for you if you have been hearing about TikTok for quite a long time now and kind of just like hoping people will stop saying that word and so you can just go back to whatever it is you were doing. But then it kind of keeps coming up and all the things. I have one of the leading experts about authors and TikTok here for you today. She's amazing. She um, had a video go so, she has many videos go viral, but one that got 10 million views and sold 7,000 books. This has led her to get multiple book deals. She has set up, um, she has a TikTok course, uh, there's a link to it in the show notes. You'd be crazy not to get it. It's it's like $23 and she does consulting. And I already told her she charges too little for it. Her name is Shelby Lee and she's a mental health poet and writer and um, a TikTok expert. She's a mental health advocate. Um, She's a massive following of more than 500,000 readers, surely more by the time you hear this. And um, she's just adorable. And she told me all the tricks that I'm going to go implement now. And you can implement once you listen to this episode. So I give you Shelby Lee. Okay. So you, Shelby, know more about TikTok as an author than anyone I have ever talked to. No (laughs) pressure, but I am so excited to hear all the things you know. I'm excited to share them. (laughs) So tell me, how did you get started on TikTok? in the beginning. Yeah. So I firstly have have a social media background. I've always loved social media and marketing. That's what I studied in college. And so whenever I was hearing more and more about TikTok, I wasn't like the first person to be on it, but I was fairly early. I think it was the end of 2019 that I started experimenting with it, but then 2020 that I dove into it and like created my author account and all of that. So it was early 2020. That does not mean you are too late that you can't grow. I had my biggest growth period this year. So it is not too late to get on the platform and start using it as an author. But that is when I decided to get started was in 2020. And I knew some other authors in my genre, which is like mental health in the poetry space, mm-hmm. who were also using it. And so we all were kind of on it at the same time and seeing 
a lot of success with sales. So I've stuck with it since then and started teaching it to other authors. So were you all supporting each other or is TikTok not really a platform where that works as well? No, we definitely support each other. Uh, I was following all of those people who I knew were on the platform and we were engaging with each other. And I think as it's grown and there's been more and more people on the platform, I wouldn't say we do it as often as we did in the beginning when we were trying to find a community and trying to find our audience. Mm -hmm. We've all kind of established our own audiences at this point, but I definitely still will engage with those authors. And I think having that support and community in the beginning helped out a lot too. So do you think that TikTok can work for all genres or are there certain genres that it's just way more effective? Well, I mean, definitely there are certain genres, but can it work for every every author? I think it can work for every author, but more some genres more than others. I would say like some of the children's books are a little bit more difficult because you'll find parents on the platform, um, but it kind of depends on like the age range of the child and things like that. Um, so I have worked with some children's book authors, but they haven't seen as much success as the more popular genres like fiction, um, sci-fi, thriller, romance does very, very well. But at the same time, poetry is a very underrated genre and nobody believes us when we say like like poetry is blowing up on TikTok. So just because your genre might not be as popular in like mainstream doesn't mean that you can't succeed on TikTok. So a lot of the authors that I've worked with, and I believe, listen, I don't know this for a fact, are in the recovery memoir in the mental health kind of space. Is that's a is it a good place for that? Definitely. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Because any niche, like I'm in the mental health space as well. Um, your goal really is to just target people that are going through those experiences that need those types of messages. So there's like a, the book talk community, which is very focused in like fiction and romance and all of that. So you wouldn't necessarily be targeting them. You'd be targeting people who really need the messages in your book, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. And how do you do that? So the key to a TikTok video is having a hook, which is like the first one to two seconds you are hooking them into your video. And the best way to do that is by speaking directly to that person, that ideal reader in your mind. So for me, that looks something like if you are going through a dark time, dot, 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 (laughs) something like that, where like immediately someone sees it and is like, oh, I, this relates to me. That works really, really well for nonfiction. Um, For someone who writes a fiction book, a thriller book, a romance book, they might start their hook with um, looking for a spicy romance that's really popular on TikTok. Basically, like you're listing out the tropes in your book is very Mm -hmm. common to do for fiction books things like that to immediately hook people into what your book's about. And they say, Ooh, I want to read this, or I want to see what happens next in this video. Do you mean writing it out as the text or saying it or both? Both. Okay. So you want to write it out. You want to write it out on the screen for people that aren't listening, especially if it's in the first second, you can't get all that out in one second of speaking. Mm -hmm. So having it on the screen so people can read it quickly and decide if that's videos for them or not, or scroll through. Um, So that's how you would kind of find your audience. So I recommend doing both, or you could put a text hook and then say something different to hook people that maybe weren't interested in the text, but they are interested in what you're saying. And what about if you have a business book? Is TikTok not good for that? It can be. I think honestly, any author should try it. Just try mm-hmm. it for a little bit because you will find your audience. I mean, there's over 1 billion users. It's like one of the fastest growing platforms at this point. There are people on the platform who want to read your book. It's just a matter of 
you making this content that is tailored to them and understanding who your readers are, what they're interested in, and you'll find them. And TikTok's algorithm is very good. So like once you start making these videos and you're interacting with people who might be your ideal audience or you're interacting with readers who are posting about business books like you just mentioned or whatever your genre is, it will learn what you want, what you Mm -hmm. like and who to show your videos to. And um, what's the ideal length? It really varies. I I say to stick between like seven to 15 seconds whenever you're starting out and wow. kind of experimenting in that range. Yeah, very short. People have very short attention spans. So we got to capture them, but don't hold them too long. But at the same time, and every genre is different and everyone will have a different experience, but I've had videos that are 40 seconds long that have been some of my top videos. So it really depends. So how do you get something across in seven to 15 seconds? Is it, get, you, you kind of hook them and you get them in the caption? No, not so much the caption. You really want to focus in the video, but it's very fast paced. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't want like a 30 second quote or something like that. Like you want people to be reading it quickly. I don't like when it's too fast because I think that's a little bit frustrating because people really have to watch it again and again and again, which mm-hmm. some people use as like a, a trick. I don't necessarily oh. recommend that. Uh, but you do still want it to be pretty fast paced. So a seven second video, a 10 second video, it might be less focus on the video itself and more on the text that's overlaid on the video. So yeah, a lot of authors will do things like page flips where they're like just flipping through their book and they overlay a scene from the book as text. And oh. it's seven seconds, you're intrigued by what the book is about and you go check it out. So it can be very, very simple. And so how that how exactly does that translate into book sales? Is it through the link that you have on your profile page? So you cannot have a link until you have a thousand followers, which is right. a bummer for a lot of authors that are just starting out because it can take some time to get that a thousand followers. What I always recommend is putting where to get the book in the comments. So you might not see web traffic to your website necessarily, but people will go see the name of the book and go search for it themselves on Amazon, you know, or if it's available on a popular retailer. So whenever I have a video blow up, I'll find that I do get some traffic to my website. It's linked in my bio, but primarily people are just going directly to Amazon themselves or Barnes & Noble, wherever, and searching for the book themselves. Wow. And so when you've done a video, have you gone and looked at your book sales and seen the actual direct effect that video has had? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Whenever I have a big spike, I mean, it depends, but I've had like 7,000 sales from one video blowing up. (laughs) Are you kidding me? (laughs) Yeah. No, I'm not kidding. It's wild. Oh my God. How many views did did that one of those videos get? So that was my top video and that was around 10 million views. Okay, so let's talk about this going viral thing. Yeah. How do you do it? I wish there was like a clear answer. And if there was, then we would all be going viral every day, right? (laughs) I wish I wish that there was. I think the key is experimenting and sticking within that time frame that I gave you. And really you have to get your hooks down. You have to grip people in immediately or you will lose attention. And I still experiment with this. I've been doing it for two and a half years and I still experiment with this. And some of my videos completely flop and some of them do really well. So it's really just a matter of figuring it out and then repeating what works. TikTok likes repeats. (laughs) So I repeat my top videos. I'll change it up a little tiny bit and they'll pretty much consistently go viral, which is really nice that you can repeat things. How, uh, How long do you have to wait between when you first posted it and repeating it? 
I try not to, but like less than two months or so, less than mm-hmm. I think a month would be a little bit close. But mm-hmm. it's so nice with TikTok that new people are showing your videos every single time. So you really don't have to worry about people complaining that you're posting the same things. Again, you do want to post other things and not just the same things on repeat. But at this point, two and a half years into promoting one book, I finally have a new one coming out um, in January. So I'll have some new content. But promoting one book for two and a half years, I've had repeats, of course. Right. And I think I've seen one comment of someone being like, I've seen this before. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. <laughs> You're <laughs> you like, know? well, we all have a seven second attention span. You've already yeah. forgotten. Now, do you, can you do the same captions even? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I recommend for captions, like pretty short, the the length has expanded for captions, but again, people like something quick. If you want to share more details, I kind of put things in the comments because people who are really engaged are going to go to the comments anyway. But for captions, you can use the first line to intrigue people even further or to make them stop and watch. It's kind of like a second hook, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Or you can ask a question like, would you read this? Or what do you think happens next? And then you get comments of people answering those questions. So that's a good way to drive engagement too. And do do you think it's important to do an actual video or posting an image with text over it? Or does the video is going to do better? The video is going to do better. Okay. They did recently introduce a feature kind of like an Instagram carousel where you can upload photos and people can swipe through them manually, which is interesting because it is very much a video platform. I haven't seen a ton of success with that yet. So I do recommend sticking with um, video content, but they do make it pretty easy if you have like several different photos you want to use. They have different templates, they call it, where you can upload the photos and they'll put it to music and kind of make it a little bit more Mm video-esque. But videos definitely rule the platform, but you can definitely experiment with photos too. Anna here. Now, are you an entrepreneur who wants to write and publish a book about your own failures turned successes? Well, good news. That's what my company, Legacy Launchpad, does. Find out more at LegacyLaunchpadPub.com. That's LegacyLaunchpadPub.com. Now, should you do a book, you ask? I think so. Why? Because you're worth it. Now back to the show. And so what was this video that, was it seven, it was seven million views. It was 10, around 10 million. Yeah. What did you (laughs) do in that video? Um, So most of my content is reading poems from my book. That's primarily, again, I always recommend that authors, once you find what works, to stick to it. And so I've repeated that (laughs) and Mm -hmm. tried different hooks. That one was very timely because it was January and people are setting New Year's resolutions and setting Mm -hmm. goals for themselves in terms of like self-esteem and all of that. So I kind of played into that. And my hook was, if you see this in January 2022, this is a sign that you need to hear or something along those lines. And I read a poem from my book that continuously performs very well and drive sales. So that one went wild. <laughs> okay. And so, yes, I saw this. And so if, if like this whole, this is a sign thing, that's mm-hmm. genius because people are yeah. like, I don't want to ignore a sign. Exactly. Right? Yeah. But you is. can't overuse it. No. Yeah. I don't over, well, I might overuse it. Well, <laughs> I'm not Do people, sure. <laughs> people have copied that. I'm sure. Yeah, other people have done it. And honestly, I don't know if I was the first person. Right. I don't want to claim that either. But yeah, I think other people, especially in my genre, do it too. And so how often do you post? I try to post every day, usually mm-hmm. just once a day. A lot of people will tell you you have to be posting like five times a day. I don't ever do mm-hmm. that and don't recommend that. I think 
quantity is important, but quality will always be more important. So I try to post once a day, but I definitely miss days. And how how long do you spend on, you know, TikTok? At this point, not that long. I probably Mm -hmm. should go on it more and engage more than I do. But in the beginning, I spent a lot of time. And of course, it takes time to learn a whole new platform and learn how to put together a video. TikTok has really great editing tools built in. So people always kind of shy away and think that they need to have like 10 different editing apps and all these skills to make a video. But at this point, it takes me like five, 10 minutes to do a video. But in the beginning, it definitely took me probably upwards of an hour to do Mm -hmm. just as I was learning it. Yeah. How long after you devoted yourself to it did that? Well, yeah, did that video? I was kind of trying to do the math. It sounds like it was right away, right? If you started uh, in early 2020. Oh, yeah. It was in January of this year that that was. Oh, okay. Was so biggest. two years. Yeah. Yeah. But I definitely had sales. I mean, that video, I was not like my first viral video. I think it was like three or four months after I started that I had like a big viral video, but honestly, even with smaller performing videos, I still saw an increase in sales. It just wasn't, you know, 7,000 books in one (laughs) week like that time, but it was, you know, a little bit, it was still an increase. How many books overall have you sold since being on TikTok? Um, It's around like over 40,000. That is insane. Um, (laughs) By insane, I mean, I'm so impressed. Um, so, okay. Now people have this idea, this sort of Colleen Hoover situation that it's only that like book talk, like, so, so people, should they consider it book talk when they're talking about their own books that aren't romance books? Yeah, definitely. There's a lot of different genres posted under book talk. I think what holds a lot of authors back though, is seeing things like Colleen Hoover, where it's primarily reader driven and readers are talking right. about those books a lot. That's okay. It doesn't mean that we're all going to have a billion readers talking about our books on TikTok. That's the dream. But you can definitely be successful as an author and promote your book and have success, whether or not readers are posting about it in book talk or not. And do our hashtags important? They can be, yeah, to kind of categorize um, your work. I always say like a hashtag is not going to make or break the success of a TikTok. Like if people are gripped by the hook, they will watch it. Mm -hmm. My most popular videos don't have hashtags, but I still use them occasionally. So that way when people do search for my genre or are looking for mental health book recommendations, my videos still pop up. So that's where they kind of play a role. It's fascinating. So when did you, um, so you have a course. Yes. On TikTok for authors. Uh, yes. Can you tell me about the course, when you created it, what people get? Yes, I created it this summer and it is a step-by-step guide. So it's a PDF versus it being like an hours and hours of video content course. So it's meant to be just like a step-by-step guide, but there are video tutorials embedded into the guide. Mm-hmm. Um, and I created it this summer just because I was getting a lot of authors coming to me and helping them. And I really wanted to help on a larger scale without having to like hop on calls, which I'm still happy to do. But this guide really kind of takes you through. It's very affordable. It's $23. Mm-hmm. So other courses are like in the thousands right now. So I was like, I really want to make this affordable. A lot of us have full-time jobs or whatever it may be. And so, yeah, it's a step-by-step. It'll walk you through everything from downloading the app and creating your profile and optimizing it to hook in those readers, to making your first video, post ideas, all of the above. 
Yeah. And I'll put a link to it in the show notes. That just seems like a done deal. If you're listening to this episode, spending $23 on learning, you're obviously interested in this. So I think that seems like I'm going to go buy it. Um, Of course. Um, And so do you do you do work with authors individually, though? I do. Yeah. At the moment, I offer like consultations and I do audits for TikToks and Instagram profiles to kind of help you optimize once you've been using the platform if you're not seeing the results you want. So I give specific um, recommendations there. And then I also have a variety of other guides, like an Instagram guide and mm-hmm. um, a digital marketing foundations course. And would you say you found TikTok to be more effective than Instagram in terms of book sales? I have, yes. And I've had like reels blow up and get more than 10 million views, and it just doesn't translate to the amount of sales as. TikTok has for me. So I find Mm -hmm. that, and other authors have echoed that same sentiment that TikTokers are quick buyers. They want to go buy the book as soon as they see that they like it, which I love and appreciate. So Instagram is really great for community building. And I think I connect with readers on a deeper level on Instagram, but in terms of actual sales, TikTok is king. Now, Oh, I just had two questions at once. So my mind like froze for a second. (laughs) What other opportunities have come to you as a result of being an author who's blown up on these platforms? Well, the first and foremost would be that I was able to get an agent and a couple different book deals um, for my books. So the book that blew up on TikTok was originally Mm -hmm. self-published and was republished in July um, by Simon & Schuster. And then I was able to do an audiobook for that book, which was awesome because I had the proof that people liked my voice because I was reading my poems on TikTok all the Mm -hmm. time. So that was a dream come true. And then my second book is coming out in January and I was able to pursue this full time and also launch my book marketing business. So um, that was also amazing, of course, (laughs) and a dream come true. What was it like to go from self-publishing to traditional? Did they change a lot? How much control did you have? I was really happy with the process. Um, Mm -hmm. They changed, or I was about to say they changed a lot. They did not. They kept pretty much all of it the same, which I Mm -hmm. really liked. Um, They liked the cover. I think we changed some formatting of some of the poems and like the design of the book, but the poems stayed the same. The inside stayed the same. And of course, the added audiobook was a done deal for me. It was so fun to record that. (laughs) And um, so... What and and so okay, so the book mar- the marketing company. So let's say, can we talk about prices? Let's say somebody wanted to work with you one on one. How does that work? Um, well, at the moment, so if they want to come with me, come to me for like a consultation, that's pretty affordable, like 30 minutes for like, I think 50 or something dollars an hour for like a hundred. And then if we want to do like a coaching package, I offer at the moment, like months of support where we kind of go back and forth through like audio messages, I'll audit your work, all of that, that starts at 400 for the month. Um, I definitely work to make it as affordable as possible, but I I definitely made custom packages for a lot of people, which is always fun, but that, that differs depending on the author. Okay. I think you need to raise your prices. I know. But <laughs> after all of you listening by that, because that is that is crazy value. And I just think I just think you should charge me. I know, I know, I know. I've yeah. I'm planning on it, but I'm happy. But not till after this episode. <laughs> not till after this episode. I'll give you all a couple weeks. <laughs> yes. Um, well, this has been fabulous. What am I failing to ask you that that my listeners need to know? I think if you're hesitant, just start, just get on the app and just start, make your accounts, 
say that you're an author on the account and then just start scrolling through book talk start liking people's videos, search for your genre and find some readers who are really excited about the books they're reading in that genre. And I think you'll get a sense of how great this platform can be because whenever you first join it, the algorithm doesn't know you. It's going to give you a lot of random stuff to show you and you're not going to like any of that and that's okay. But once you see like the book talk community and how valuable this platform can be, do that. Do it for a few days before you try posting because the, the algorithm will get to know what you like. And then just just try, just experiment, flip through your book and add some text and make it really easy and just see how it goes. Okay, wait, this is reminding me of something else. Okay. There is this misconception perhaps, and I have it, that if you don't do it right away, okay, my boyfriend and I started TikToks the same day. His was like an anonymous kind of, he, he's like all nervous about people knowing, political yeah. one. Mm. Went crazy, he knows nothing about social media, like me and my videos about like the publishing business, no one cared. I mean, whatever, it's all relative. And so I felt like I was constantly digging myself out of this hole, whereas he just kept going viral over and Mm -hmm. over again. Is that Mm -hmm. just what does that happen? Yeah, that happens. And I think we all have our low moments too. Like I don't, every single video does not do well for me. And I'm at like 400,000 followers. Like it really doesn't mean that you're going to blow up every single time. Um, So yeah, I think don't let that get you down. Don't let that stop you from pursuing it because one video can be life-changing, honestly. And it's not like, so it's the truth isn't just that the algorithm is like, ah, she didn't do well from the out of the gate. So forget her. Like it can happen at any time. Yeah, I think so. I don't really believe in the whole shadow ban type Mm -hmm. of thing. I believe that there are different words, like the more, again, like spicy romance authors will say that there are words that they kind of don't use because TikTok will like not like that. Mm-hmm. And you might experience some sort of blocking or shadow banning from that if you are using like inappropriate words is all I will say. Right. Um, so that sort of thing. But I don't believe that they would not show your videos because of one bad performing video or if you haven't blown up yet. Okay. Um, they, they take your video whenever you post it and they show it to a small group of people. And if those people interact with it, they'll show it to more and then they'll show it to more and then they'll show it to more. So yeah. it's really dependent on each video. Okay. You've totally motivated me to get to go back there and try Yay. harder because, you know, my philosophy right now is like, I just try to do a little bit everywhere. I used to just be like, put it all into Instagram and just Instagram. And then, and then I'm like, you know, billionaires can buy things and and they go away. Like I I I don't want to put it all in one place. Is that yes. what you would say? Yeah, definitely. I definitely agree with that. Um fabulous. So if people want to find more about you, they should obviously follow you in all the places, but can you tell me where they should go? Definitely. My main website is shelbylee.co. My books are there, but you can also find links to the different marketing support that I offer. The TikTok guide is there as well. And then I'm at Shelby Lee Poetry for my writer accounts on Instagram and TikTok. And then I'm at writers.poets on Instagram and TikTok, where I share book marketing tips and connect with authors as well. And let's clarify, it's L-E-I-G-H in case you're like, oh, it's L-E-E. So Shelby, thank you so much. It was so valuable. And um, you all, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for having me. Thanks for joining me this week on Entrepreneur Publishing Academy with Anna David. For more info about the show, go to entrepreneurpublishing.academy where you can get links to show notes and subscribe to the show on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google, and all the other places. Speaking of those places, if you got anything out of this show, 
I can't tell you how much I'd appreciate a rating on iTunes. And please, don't forget you can tell an author or entrepreneur friend about the show. Another forget-me-not, my company, Legacy Launchpad Publishing, is available to help industry leaders and those with stories to share at any stage in their publishing journeys, whether that's writing, editing, or publishing. Just go to LegacyLaunchpadPub.com to find out more. And be sure to tune in next week for next week's episode. You know, if you subscribe, you never have to worry about missing one.